The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Hour number two, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on The Blitz Facebook page. Find The Blitz, click like, send a message. Aaron will read it. Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at A.J. is the real. At Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. Missed the first hour. Very sportsy. Um, mostly draft stuff with your Rockets getting the number two pick. So spent a lot of time on that. Some of the prospects, some of the things that might happen. And uh, a little bit on uh, the playoffs. Uh, winner in training asked, if the Bucks don't make it out, the coach has to catch some. I don't know. I mean... It- they're they're in the Eastern Conference Finals. I always think it's a bad idea to start firing coaches who make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. But yeah, I mean, I, but again, it's relative to expectations, right? I mean, they. I think if you look at Mil- at Milwaukee, you expect them to be an NBA finalist in this situation. And if you're the Hawks, you're just like, okay, hey, they. Well, if you're going to mad at anybody, it should be the the freaking Bucks GM and not the coach, like. This isn't if they get to the the finals it's not because they've got a great roster they've got a a really good player yeah <laughs> it's, so it's it's not like this team is just loaded and they they should be a i mean they, they, I, I get they want they're they're a high seed uh, the last couple of years but it's it's not like it's a you know they're the they're the 3 seed this year it's not like they've got the best roster in the league or something this they made it to the, the conference finals, which it's the what the second time they made, they lost to the Raptors in the conference finals. They didn't make it last year, so I mean, it, you start firing guys who go to two two conference finals in three seasons. Careful what you wish for. Yeah, I I mean, there's their second best player is not nearly as good as any other contender's second best no. player. We're gonna exception maybe the Hawks. I mean. Although do we, I still don't, I guess I just don't consider the Hawks contenders. I don't either. Realistically, but I mean the the Suns' second best player is Chris Paul. Um, you know the Clippers, if healthy, their second best player is Paul George, and, and they've got other guys. I mean, it, it does seem like the Bucks are lacking in star power, other than yeah. other than Giannis. So, so I promise you some Astros stuff. Um, and just some numbers for you, since I know you're like, like Lance Erline, you're a numbers guy for sure. Uh, and this is before last night's game. Um, in the past two, 20, 22 games, Houston starting pitching 131 and a third innings, 42 earned runs for a 288 ERA. Is that good or not? I, as I think, good? I think the general consensus among stat people like yourself is if you're under three, it's pretty good. For 22 games, yeah, it's pretty pretty damn good. Here's something I I did not uh, I missed on Jake Odorizzi, first traditional starting pitcher, not a, not an opener, 
to make five straight starts against the Orioles without allowing an earned run to score. Wow. So, yeah, that's a stat I wish I'd known before. I mean, they were going to, I mean, the Astros were probably minus 300 anyway, but uh, 26 scoreless innings against Baltimore, the third longest streak over the last 50 seasons. Jeez. Uh, the Astros lead the majors in runs scored, hits, and batting average, among others. And uh, over the eight-game streak before last night, the, last night obviously would affect these numbers because they, they didn't crush it. But uh, 330, 400, 588 is what they're slashing in a plus 45 run differential. They've outscored opponents 65 to 20. So we can throw last night in there, and it's what, 68-21. Yeah. Um, Michael Brantley leading the league in hitting. He's been good. Yuli Gurriel, uh, multi-hit and multi-RBI game. Uh, he's had eight hits and six RBIs during the win streak before last night. Um, and, uh, yeah, the those are just some numbers for you. All right. Yeah. Uh, and those numbers all say they're pretty good at sport. Yeah. They're, they're doing all right. Now, again, how that's going to hold up over the remainder of the season, obviously you are supposed to be eating right now when you're going up against the Orioles. So, uh, somebody said, no, they were only 160-ish when Odorizzi pitched. I thought that was low. Man, I wish I'd, I wish I'd paid attention to that before. I'm pretty sure he's going to get another crack at him here in the next series. If so, yeah. it might, might be worth uh, filing away. Speaking of gambling, so your your guy Mattress Mac, he's big on him. He's at it again. He uh, put two milli down to win what twenty two. Yep. Well, to win to win twenty, he get his two yeah. back. Like, right. It's it's it, it, uh, at ten to one. Um, and it would be the biggest the biggest payout in American gambling history. It's pretty wild when you think about it. Yeah. What now? What are the true odds? If you say ten to one are the odds that he got, what do you think the true odds are at this point? Realistically, I still think they're fifteen to eighteen. Somewhere I think in so that too. Range. Yeah. Um, but it's. I mean, it's certainly it's certainly uh, possible. I, I think for them to be the fifth favorite, I think they're better than the fifth best team right now. Yeah. But again, that's right now. And that, that's the a, thing. The value would have been a few weeks ago when they were, you know. Toiling around five hundred, sure, but it's it's easy to it's easy to say that in hindsight. Like, oh, you should have made that bet then. Well, then it didn't look like they were going to win the World Series or have a chance to win the World Series. Now no, the way they're playing, some of us told you they were going to be just fine. Yeah. Yeah. But if you get to August and they start playing poorly again, suddenly you're like, oh boy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? Those odds they may go back up. If they they, they go could. they go on a another eight game losing streak somewhere, which which can't which can does happen. Uh, but yeah, to me. The the value in that bet was before this. Yeah, it's and and this is this is why like if you if you think the Yankees are going to be able to turn things around, now's the time to bet the Yankees. That's where you're getting value. Um, yeah, and I think you're probably getting as much value as you're going to get on the White Sox. To me, Tampa, no value uh, because I I don't know that they're good enough, and they're too short of a price. I think you probably are getting a better price on the Dodgers right now than you could have gotten. Probably so. And and that's that's another team. So there was an article on ESPN yesterday 
one player all 30 MLB teams should trade for or away before the deadline. Okay. It says about the Houston Astros, it says, acquire Kendall Graveman, who is the closer for the Mariners. It says, uh, the Astros have the best lineup in the majors, although Bregman is missing time. And the rotation is solid with a top 10 ERA, but the bullpen is 23rd in ERA and 29th in win probability added. Graveman has been dominant other than missing three weeks with a COVID-19 scare. Uh, he throws a hard sinker, 96-97 with movement, is extremely affordable, $1.25 million, and is heading into free agency, making him one of the most attractive relievers available. That's To me, that's kind of the problem. Yeah, because there'll be other teams that have more prospects available that will be interested in that guy. Well, guess who, it's, guess who else it says, acquire Kendall Graveman? The Los Angeles Dodgers. Of course, yeah. So you you're not you don't want to get into a bidding war with the Dodgers. That's not that's not going to do anyone any good. Um, so I I don't know. And then I saw another another team that they said uh, should acquire Craig Kimbrell, uh, the Phillies. Um, and that may, and that may be the best move for the Astros is take on someone with a high salary, but you're also talking about being pushed up against that you know, that a competitive balance tax and the Astros are literally knocking on the door of that. So are they going to want to do that? I I don't know. I would, I, you know, and I'm going to sort of take Jim Crane at what I've seen from him. I'd be willing to bet that they would go ahead and do that. And you know why? Because there's fans back in the stadium and he's back to making some money. Maybe so. And he does want to win. And I, I think it has to be the right deal to, to take on somebody like that because you are going to get some relief next year because, uh, even if you bring Verlander back, you're not going to pay him what he got paid this year, and you're not, Grinky's going to be off the books. And I'm guessing you're not going to pay Correa, so you could afford to take that on going into next season. But yeah, I, I think they will make a move like that. The Dodgers, the one team that is over the competitive balance tax, they are so far over that who cares? They don't care. Yeah, they're, they're at two two hundred sixty two million. I think the 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 tax line is 208 where the the yeah. Yankees are at 207.6 the Astros are at 207 uh Padres are at 2056 Red Sox 2055 Phillies 2025 so there's a bunch of teams butted right up against it yeah. the Dodgers don't care like oh you're already yeah. taxing us okay whatever the um, well, and I heard uh Creighton talk about this last week cuz I'm sure Aaron has that the Yankees are treating that like it's a hard cap yep and they they may not be in the buyer mode when we get to the trade deadline, which doesn't, you know, so if you're a guy like Carlos Correa, who's thinking you're going to get $35 million a year from the Yankees, that may not happen. And somebody's going to pay him. I'm, I'm sure the angels will find a way to do it because they pay everybody. But it, it is, it, I, I do think that the Astros will, if push comes to shove and they really think they can win the world series. Now, I don't know that, James Click is the guy that's going to make the right trade. Right. I mean, we could always trust Luno to do that. So, but I, I do, I, 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 I'm going to have faith. Okay. I'm, I'm told you I'm being positive today. I'm going to have faith that the Astros will make a move that puts them over that to get the right guy. Who's to say they should get rid of? Uh, it doesn't say they, uh. they should, they've, it's got the, like, it's, it's got teams either in buy mode or sell mode. Uh, so the Astros obviously would, they say would be in buy mode. The Oakland A's, it's it for them, and this would be 
a, a scary thought if you're an Astro fan, acquire Trevor Story. Um, and it would be about $6 million for two months. And the A's are notoriously cheap, even though John Fisher is worth $3.4 billion. You would think $6 million for two months to Boy, have a, a and, real shot at things. Imagine what that franchise will be worth if they move it to Vegas. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, and Trevor Story is probably not a guy that the, the A's would... W- He's gonna he's gonna cost more than Correa, more than likely. Yeah. So he's not a guy that they would probably sign long term. But they're short so term, yeah. they're so bad at shortstop. This would make them a, a lot more of a serious threat in my mind. Um, but like I said, the A's don't operate the the way some of these teams that have or that that use money. I don't want to say have money because the A's have, the owner has money. Right. They just operate differently than some of these other teams. I I think in a lot of ways, the Royals were the worst thing to happen to baseball when they won because the Royals and the Rays and the Rays, the the Rays. And and, and frankly, the A's are there every year. Yep. They just don't, they haven't won it, but the Royals actually winning it that way. Oh, okay. We can do this. Yeah. You know what? You can, you got it. The timing has to be perfect. It really does. You have to have all your prospects hit at the right time before you have to pay them. Yeah. To have that, in it, because then once you have to pay him, you're basically just churning him out and, and replacing him. By the way, Kyle Tucker supposedly back tonight. I, I don't know if he put this ten pounds back on, <laughs> and if so, where we would find it. But yeah, we'll see if he's out there with a head. Uh, yeah, yeah. If he doesn't have a head, we'll know where he lost it from. All right. Uh, when we come back, I have uh, some college football betting to talk about. Is that. Aaron, you don't look excited. I'm excited about it. No, I was just doing research on World Series odds compared to the day before the season started till now. Yeah. Uh, the Dodgers on March 31st were plus 300. As of this afternoon, according to Odd Shark, they are plus 340, so slightly better. Yeah, not much uh, Not much benefit, but... I mean, if you're going to offer me $40 right now... Then... Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's definitely the... I think there's there's still some value there because just because of what we just talked about, they will acquire people at the deadline. Yeah, and and, and it's it's like they're going to acquire people that would be the best player on other teams. Lamont asks if the Astros should beat the their win total for the season, which I be, I, be, I believe was around eighty eight at the pace they're on right now. Certainly, of course they've just won nine yeah, games in a row. That's the thing we're catching them in the middle of. Had you, had you asked that 10 games ago, it wouldn't have looked as much like a home run. Now, if you think that they're not going to have a 10-game losing streak at some point in this season, which I find very difficult to imagine would happen, then I would say yes. The Astros right now, it's, it's a good bet that they're going to go over their win total. Yeah, they were 87 and a half. Okay, yeah. They'll, 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 I think they'll go that over was on, that. That was the day before the season started. Yeah. I think they'll probably win 93-ish. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You're listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You're listening to the Blitz. On ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Houston media critic says the Astros 
winning percentage are on pace to win 100 games. Um, that, like I said, when you, you factor you, in the yeah, they're 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 in a hot streak right now, so those numbers are going to be inflated a little bit. Maybe they do win 100 games. They, they I, might. They I, might. I just they very well could. I, I I would say that's unlikely unless they make a big move. Um, because they're still losing games because of their bullpen. They haven't lost any in the last nine, obviously, but there's until the bullpen is fixed, they're going to continue to not be as good as they could be. Yeah, and and again, I think some of that will improve as your you know, as your starters go deeper, as your your starters stay healthy, as you get you know, these guys get used to the pin. Sure. Uh, it's going to help. I still think you need help back there, though. You, you've got to go get a player. So, I, I and... And we said the same thing the year they won the World Series. Like, yeah. This is a, it, it's a good team as it's currently constructed. It's like, can they win like this? It, it's yeah, possible. Yeah, but they... But do teams with bullpens as bad as theirs usually win the World Series? No. No. Somebody says, uh, Stroh's need to go 48-41 the rest of the way to win 93. Okay. All right, let me. Is that impossible? Or, well, let me, or is that like, oh, that's. Do you, uh, do you know what their record was before the nine game winning streak? <laughs> Tell me, Fred. You, you want to know? I, I'd like to know. 36 and 28, which is really close to 48 and 41. That's odd, isn't it? Yeah. Ima- imagine that. Yeah, so. I know, I know you guys think winning 100 games is like, you know, everybody does it. It's. it's there's good teams that don't win 100 games every year. Yeah, you guys got spoiled with that 108. Yeah. You really did. But, yeah, I mean, it just... Uh, that, that's the craziest thing. I, I, now I, I mean, say I think they're going to win 93 games, and I'm a hater. Yeah, like, okay. Got, uh, okay. God. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. I, but, I mean, it is. It's just, it, it, it is silly. Because if they play the way they were playing before this win streak, guess what? That's what they'll do. Yeah. And, get, and that doesn't suck. No. And it's right now. It's really nice. Can, like you're playing the the Tigers and the Orioles and the Rangers, and that's that's great. But eventually, you're going to get back into a real schedule, or or eventually somebody's going to get hurt again. Well, like you're already missing. You're already missing Bregman for another few weeks. Uh, it, maybe one of your starters gets hurt again, and then suddenly you're having to strain your bullpen again. All, all these things can happen. It, it, that makes me sick that I have to like. Somehow I'm I'm hating on the Astros by saying I think they'll win 93 games or so, like that that's it's nonsensical is what that is. So, like I don't know what's going on with Lamont's Twitter because he tweeted that at both of us. I didn't see it. Oh, you blocked him? No, I didn't block him or mute him. I, I oh, checked yeah. it. This happened once before, so I had to follow him to see what he says. But then he always does something where I have to unfollow him. Oh, so I don't know what the deal is. But I I I. Tried follow him again, and I still don't see the tweets. But I don't have him muted, and I don't have him blocked, so I don't know what it is. Four hundred nine was saying Charlie Palillo was quoting the one hundred games thing earlier. So really, you just got a bunch of CP fanboys texting at you. Ah, okay. Well, remarkable. I'm a C. I'm a CP fanboy too, so I'm not going to hate on that. Mm, I mean, okay, but that's you know to act like it a forty eight and forty one finish. Is impossible. Okay, I'm going to steal that. Okay, <laughs> that, that does sound like something Charlie would say, though. Okay, would it be like that? It's close, close. Okay, I, that, that'll do. A dog will hunt, <laughs> Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> I see. 
No, so it's okay for us to imitate guys from other stations, but we're not allowed to make fun. All right. That's fine. I got it. Um, so we'll get to the, the college lines next segment. Uh, there's some, uh, they basically give us like the best four games every week in college football. Really? Like so it's I, not just the opening week. Yeah. Yeah. That's, oh, this, that's and, nice. and this is from uh sportsbetting.ag. Uh, so shout out to them for, for shout out to the fish. Uh, one fish, two fish, red one fish. fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Uh, like we have, like we can talk, we have an LSU Alabama line. Oh, that's nice. We've got an Aggie Alabama line. Aggie minus 21. No, no, no. no. We got, well, they're just hating. Them. Oh, you Texas. So we got, I mean, there's a lot of good, uh, big games on here all the way through week 13. So, cool. uh, we'll, we'll do that. I, I want to give that some time. So we'll wait till next segment. All right. And, and knock that out. But, uh, but yeah, and uh, here's a just kind of a random question from the text line: CP versus Creighton in sports trivia. Who are you boys taking? Uh, I'm going to make CP the favorite. I would probably bet on Patrick and take the plus number, hmm. if that makes sense. Because it depends on the questions. Is it all sports? Well, that that's the thing. If you like, I think baseball knowledge. I think Creighton's up there with him. And, but if there's hockey questions, I feel like Creighton would have an advantage. I feel like uh, I kind of think uh, college basketball would heavily favor Palillo. Maybe probably college football is a, a wash. It depends. It would depend on stuff like t- like if there's tennis questions, it, it's over. Charlie wins. What if there's NFL questions? Uh, somebody says soup to nuts. It's not impossible. <laughs> He is the only human being I've ever heard use the phrase soup to nuts. I don't even know what that means, soup to nuts. I have no idea. Either. I had to look it up. What's it mean? It. I don't remember, but I looked it up because oh. I heard him say that. And you didn't care enough to remember it. No. You're like, I'll never use that term. So, From like, beginning to end, the description <laughs> derived from a full course dinner. All right. Mm. Somebody says mainstream sports, big four, no soccer. Well, that's not really a sports trivia. I mean, I, I think it has to be. I'll, it'd be I'll, like like the one in the bar that I that I play sometimes. It'll have random stuff about sports that I don't care about, Olympic sports and things like that. But most of the questions are about the good ones. Well, that, and the truth is, uh, like to say the big four. But it, yeah, you, it, honestly, man, I don't, I don't. I don't know that there is a big four anymore. I, I think there's, there's NFL, college football, and the rest are all yes, just kind of you know they're. One week it's NASCAR, one week it's golf, one week it's baseball. It just depends on the situation. So, you know, and, and I'm telling you, soccer. Yeah. Soccer's pretty damn big, too. So, yeah, I, I think the big four talk we should probably I'm done with, with saying big four. I don't believe in that. Yeah, I, I just believe in pro football, college football. That's Yeah, that's what's going to have ratings every year. That's what people care about. And, and everything else is a niche sport. I know it's hard to it's hard to say that, and I know baseball and uh, NBA fans don't want to believe it. I think a hockey fan probably has come to grips no, with think, the fact. I, I think they they're they're already ahead of where you guys should be mentally. That's what I'm saying. They've come to grips with it. They understand that what they are. But I mean, the the big four. Eh, okay, that's a big four. That that big four was when I was a kid. I don't think that exists anymore. Well, I, and I think baseball. Um. Baseball fan still tries to think of it as America's pastime, but this isn't 1950. No, 
and it's just not the same. And you know, you know what? And hey, I, I'll tell you what. I'm more than willing willing to provide counseling on this because I'm a horse racing guy. Yeah, your, your sport went the way of the dinosaur. Guess what? It's not the 1920s anymore. No. And Seabiscuit, Seabiscuit on the road. Yeah, all that's over with. Uh, boxing guy, boxing guy can give you counseling. Yeah, he knows too. Um, but I mean, I think you even throw the UFC is to me is is as popular as any of those other sports, given whatever you know if it's the right matchup. Yeah. So I mean, I think every every one of those sports has their moments. But, you know, I, I, I don't think any of them are, I mean, there's a big two and that's it. And, and hey, college, there's, there's a big one. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but college football's pretty close when it, when it comes to college football in the NFL. Oh, it's certainly close relative to other sports. Yeah. But the, and like when, hell, March Madness, college basketball. Yeah, but that's there. for, uh, you know. For one month, basically. Yeah, not, and not even, not even that. a full month. Like it, It's the first couple weeks. The first round and then the final four people will watch. Uh, Yeah, pretty much. So, it's the big four because they are the four most popular professional sports. College football is an amateur sport, in quotes. No, Okay, it's not. well, I got news for no, you. It's not. Hockey is no longer one of the four most popular professional sports. I know this might ruin your day, but th- that's th- the 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 ratings would say that that is the facts. Um, uh, yeah, and and that's the thing. Now, depending on what stretch of the like who gets in the Stanley Cup, like if, the, if Vegas gets in there, the ratings will be higher and it'll be better than say baseball. But then if it's Tampa again. And the ratings are going to suck. And I think all of these things are, and we're kind of seeing that with the NBA when we talked about their ratings later earlier. I mean, 6.9 million people is your highest one. And yeah, that's up from last year. That's not a lot of people watching. And I mean, considering that the worst NFL game is what, a 12, a 10? Right. And that's Thursday night crap that they, they shove down our throats. Yeah. And uh, T says, tell, tell Alabama and Louisiana college sports are not pro. Exactly. Yeah, and we're talking about popularity, man. We're not talking about whether or not they're pro sports. or Yeah, now you're splitting hairs like AJ was trying to do yesterday. And, and, and please don't embarrass yourself because it's... I'm not even getting back into it. And you started that conversation, not me. <laughs> yeah, I did. And you, and, and you fell right into what everybody else was saying, which was totally deflecting the point. All right, I got to <laughs> tell you guys about Allstate Windows and Siding. Fred's trying to incite me again. Uh, guys, you want the best rate, you call Allstate. And I, I'm so glad that I did this with Allstate. They put these windows in my house, custom designed uh, and custom fit to make sure that they were completely airtight and energy efficient. And I'm saving 40% of my electric bills. And I was happy with that. That's why we bought them. But then when it turned out, well, I'm moving now, suddenly the windows became a really attractive thing to have because people every buyer who walked in our house was like oh my god these windows look great and it's because Allstate did they did such a great job with them that it became a huge selling point so they can do it for you you could save 25% off any window package just because you listen to our show uh there's there's discounts if you're a first responder or a military vet or if you pay all cash up front uh, they, they're trying to save you money. And like I said, you'll get that 40% savings on your electric bill. You want the best rate? Call Allstate, 832-204-1936 or AllstateSidingAndWindows.com. To a place that she didn't know exist. Mediterranean water my wrist. Keeping on piss how I'm talking my Six figure check for a show, man, I'm lit. ESPN 97.5. We'll be right back after this break. 
This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. Friendly reminder that if you uh, want to come see the show in person, you've got two chances. Tomorrow we'll be at William Price Distilling. That's on Wakefield. And uh, really looking forward to getting over there. Um, it's going to be just terrible. Yeah, drinking. Yeah, but uh, how are we going to? Yeah, we're going to manage. Uh, you know what? I, I I think we'll muddle through. <laughs> but uh, really looking forward to uh, getting over there. And then Friday, we will be right up the street at Richmond Arms, which is at fifty nine twenty Richmond, and conveniently located. Yeah, at least for us. Yeah, it is for us. Uh, <laughs> Can't worry about you guys. Well, hopefully it is conveniently located, but that's a pretty cool place. Pretty cool soccer bar. And uh, Press Box and The Blitz will both be at both places. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it sucks. You're going to have to listen to The Press Box, too, but yeah, at least we'll be there. Hey, and just looking a little bit ahead, next Friday, our bar. That's right. Oh, one of my favorites. Yeah, very excited about that, too. So, guys are running out of road shows. So get out to as many as you can, because once this is gone, you can be able to get this stuff. That's anymore. right, baby. To quote the late great poet David Lee Roth, "You can't get this stuff no more." All right, uh, promised you odds. Yes. So here we go. Um, this is uh, games of the year so far for, and basically college football nerds and and. Before I do that, somebody texted in that uh, nothing is popular nationally besides the NFL. Even college football is very regional. Um, I, I disagree yeah, with that. Yeah, I mean, if you're, I mean, sure, pe- people watch their teams play. Yeah, but they, but it's it's popular. Just it, like NFL, they watch their teams play. I mean, the 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 difference is people are betting on it. I mean that that's that's the main thing. That's where all the betting money goes. That's why they're popular, and that's why the TV ratings are great. Go look at those Saturday night ratings for big games in college football. Uh, I mean, sure. like I said, it's not the NFL, but it's yeah. the closest thing to it. Yeah, it, it's going to beat everything else. All right, Boise State at Central Florida. Central Florida minus five. Does that do anything for you? No. Give me Central Florida. Okay. Uh, Bama versus Miami. Miami plus 17 and a half. I think I'll take Bama. I'll take Bama as well. Georgia Clemson. Clemson three and a half. I like Georgia. I think I like Georgia too. I thought the earliest line I saw Georgia was a slight favorite, so this is flipped. Yep. Uh, LSU minus five at UCLA. LSU. Penn State at Wisconsin. Wisconsin minus four. Um, oh, give me Penn State. I think I'm with you. And Notre Dame at Florida State. Florida State plus nine and a half. Mm, I'll take Notre Dame. Uh, Begrudgingly. Yeah. It's like I want to take the nine and a half, but I can't. All right. Week two. Ohio State minus 10 over Oregon. Ooh. Let me get the Ducks. Yeah. I'll take 10 points. Uh, Iowa State minus five and a half against Iowa. Uh, I'll I'll take Iowa State. See, I almost always want to take whoever the dog is in that game. So I probably lean Iowa. Texas at Arkansas. Texas three and a half point favorite. 
It's hard to know what Texas is going to yeah, be. Yeah, I've got no idea. And Archie Pig was better than we thought. They last were year. better. That's an interesting line. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm. 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 I'll reserve judgment on that one. Michigan minus one and a half against Washington. Give me Michigan. I think Michigan's better. They're still not on the level of Ohio State, so it does. It's not going to matter. People are still going to say he needs to get fired, but um, they, they. I think they're better than people envision them being. Week three. Penn State minus seven against Auburn. That's a weird number. Yeah. So Penn State is a dog to Wisconsin, but a touchdown favorite against Auburn? Seems like a lot to me. I I, I mean, I, I don't know. I haven't studied up on Auburn all that much, so maybe I'm I'm missing something. But my, my first instinct would be to say Auburn. Florida plus 14 and a half against Alabama. Uh... I don't know what Florida's offense going to look know like what without the, I don't, Yeah, I, I, that's interesting. And without Pitts. Uh, I, I think I'd, I'd take Alabama. Oklahoma minus 18 and a half against old rival Nebraska. Uh, I think, I, uh, give me Boomer. Uh, here's, here's one that I probably would bet right now. Oklahoma State minus seven at Boise State. I'm guessing that's going to be one of those. Friday night type games. Probably so. I'd take Boise. Probably so. Week four, Notre Dame, Wisconsin. Wisconsin is a minus one point favorite against Notre Dame. I'm getting the sense that Vegas likes Wisconsin. Yeah, seems that way. Uh give me give me give me Notre Dame there. Uh Florida minus fifteen and a half against Tennessee. Uh, give me Florida. That that's a week after the Bama game, though. Yeah, well, that's fine. That's a bounce back week. Then I'm so done believing that Tennessee is getting good. I'm done with that nonsense. All right. uh, week five, Cincinnati at Notre Dame. Notre Dame minus three and a half. Notre Dame. Uh, Am I like a Notre Dame truther this year? What's wow, I know. I, I'm, I think we need to get a tissue to wipe that off your mouth. Yeah, that's, this is the uh, opposite of my life normally. <laughs> but okay, uh, Wisconsin minus nine against Michigan. Boy, they love them. Give me some Michigan. Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah give me of, Michigan hard actually. Uh, and LSU minus six and a half at home against Auburn. Um, and hey boy, that's a tough one. So Penn, Auburn, Penn State, Auburn is Penn State's a half point. Auburn. Penn State's a half point better than LSU is what you're telling me. I don't think so. I, I mean, so. It, well, LSU last year, but we I think yeah. everyone assumes they're going to be better. It can't be much worse. No, but even by the end of the season last year, they were 500. So, all right, here's the game of the year. See if you can guess the line. Alabama goes to Kyle Field in week six, and the line is? Uh, Alabama at Kyle Field, Alabama eight. Ten and a half. All right. Uh, Oklahoma, Texas back in its traditional spot. I think I might take 10 and a half points with Aggie there. Outside of 10, yeah. Um, Texas. Although they've got some quarterbacking to figure out too, don't they? Yeah. We, we don't know who, who it's going to be yet. Um, Oklahoma, Texas. Texas plus 10 and a half. That's, okay. that's too much either side on that game. Yep. You always take, if, if that it's outside of 10, you always take the dog. Yep. Oklahoma, Texas. Uh, Georgia at Auburn. Auburn plus nine. Uh, give me Georgia and Boise at BYU. BYU gets two points at home. Um, uh, I really think Boise's still going to be good. I think I'll take Boise there. BYU without Zach Wilson. Mm. 
They'll have some other 30-year-old quarterback, Probably. though. Probably. Uh, week seven. Will he have a hot mom is the question. Uh, who gets offended that... Who's also a very, very weird mom. Yeah. Well, he's a Mormon. What do you want? Uh, oh, L- LSU minus one and a half. That was Fred, that was Fred the huh? Falcon huh? Bauer. No, no, no. That, I, don't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't know where that came from. Uh, LSU minus one and a half against Florida. Ooh. Yeah, that's another one. I, I need more information on both yeah. those teams. Uh, North Carolina minus two and a half against Miami. North Carolina. Yeah. And Texas minus two against Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State always plays Texas well. They do. Uh, yeah. Again, I, I got to see Texas before I start making decisions like that and see what they're doing at quarterback, too. All right. Uh, week eight, USC at Notre Dame. Notre Dame minus three. Uh, give me USC. Indiana plus 11 against Ohio State. Give me Ohio State. UCLA plus six against Oregon. Ooh. I think I, I want Ducks. Uh, Michigan nine and a half at, against Northwestern. Michigan. Week nine. Joel, I'm also a Michigan truther. Apparently yeah, I know. Year. This is. I'm, I'm taking notes. Week nine, Georgia, Florida. Florida plus seven. Florida, Georgia line. Is plus seven. Uh, I see what you did there. Um, give me Georgia. North Carolina at Notre Dame. Notre Dame minus three. Give me North Carolina. Yay! Finally, you win against Notre Dame. Uh, Penn State at Ohio State. Ohio State, ten and a half. Ooh, that's a good number. It's a real good number. Give me Penn State, I think. Uh, Florida State at Clemson. Clemson minus 24. <laughs> uh... I think I'd take Florida State in 24. Ugh. I don't want to lay 24 points with Clemson. Uh, week 10, LSU at Alabama. Care to guess the line? Um, it's at Alabama? Yeah. 14. 21. Ooh, wow. So I'm going to say if you like LSU, you I might, might want to take, I might you, take LSU. You might want to hit that number now if you can find it because I don't think it's going to be 21. Uh, I, Iowa State minus 8.5 against Texas. I think I'd take Texas there. I think I would too. Washington plus three at, uh, at home against Oregon. Uh, give me Oregon. Uh, okay, week eleven, Penn State minus eight against Michigan. Uh, That's a give, weird one. I think give me Michigan. Yeah, uh, Florida State plus eight and a half against Miami. Oh boy, give me Miami. Um, week twelve, almost there. Iowa State at Oklahoma. Oklahoma seven and a half. Uh, Oklahoma. I, like, I think Oklahoma's going to house them. And uh, USC minus seven against UCLA. Uh, I'll take the Trojans. All right. And your final week, Alabama at Auburn. Auburn is plus 16. Give me Bama. Florida is minus 14 against Florida State. Uh, Florida. Ohio State is a minus 11 and a half at Michigan. Might take Michigan there. I think I would too. And Oklahoma State plus ten and a half against Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma State. Yeah. And the game of the year. You've already said that. No, once. the real game of the year. The game, the end all games, the final game that we have odds on. Aggie at LSU. Oh. Let me uh, let me say that will be Aggie six and a half. Four. Aggie four. Hmm. Where are you taking? Uh, I'm probably going to lean LSU. Okay. I think I'd probably lean LSU as well. So, anyway, there you go. There's some... Uh, there was so much quarterback turnover amongst the yeah. good teams this year that I, I'm not really willing to bet anything yet. Like, I, I'll just... 
I'll wait till I see some. I mean, I'll bet some small things, but I'm not looking to bet game of the year lines. Yeah. All right. I mean, they're fun to talk about. Mm-hmm. Thanks for just you know, ruining the whole. I mean, they are fun to just talk about. The whole I'm just, segment. I'm just not going to bet. I, them right I now. thought it was fun. I, it was fun. Like I said. <laughs> All right. Quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. is the blitz on ESPN 97.5 You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge You are listening to the blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5 live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. Okay, so now I can get Lamont's tweets, but I have to follow him to do it. Okay, can I address something? What did you do now? To Lamont, who says, A.J., isn't your new job primarily gambling? No, it's not. It's working for a, a sports betting company, but my job is primarily like uh, sort of what I'm doing now, like as a PD, like I'm, I'm building a network. I'm hiring people to do podcasts and, and things like that. So uh, there's a lot of stuff that I'm going to be doing, but no, my, my new job is not primarily gambling. It's just working for a gambling website. So wanted to clear that up. I'm not moving to Vegas to become a professional gambler. That doesn't end well for most people. Well, after we win that tag team tournament, you'll be well, able to maybe so, you maybe so. Yeah, that that'll be my, like my third bracelet of the World Series, so you know, no pressure or anything. Planning on winning a couple before that. <laughs> um, yeah, so just I, I I don't know what why that is because the dude's not muted, but I, I have to say I probably am not going to follow him for very long because he always does something that I have to just I, I can't have this crap on my timeline. So all right, let's do the Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The gym of the day. It's the gym of the day. The Zadok Jeweler gym of the day. Man, I got so many good ones today. I'm, I'm, I'm going to probably work in a couple here. Um, we need something else to be... Apparently, the news media can't scare us with the Rona anymore, so we have to have something else to be afraid of. And that's why they brought up the murder hornet the other day. How about this? An infectious disease specialist says Alberta, Canada is a hot spot for a parasitic tapeworm that can be lethal in humans. The tapeworm, Echonococcus multilocularis, can cause an infection which leads to a cancer-like disease, which I can't pronounce. So now, you know, okay. Hey, man. Yeah, Exactly. (laughs) So now we got. I got to worry about going to Alberta, where I might run into a parasitic tapeworm. Hey, man, fuck that. Uh, he says clearly, calling Alberta clearly the hot spot. There could be a number of people out there in the community incubating the disease that we haven't found yet, but time will tell. So tapeworms, man, I, I'm I'm not a fan unless you know they're n- not really going to kill you. And if you, you know, you're going to lose 30 pounds with one, okay. Then you, then Is that what happened to uh, little Ted Williams? Uh, maybe. Maybe he, had, maybe he went to Alberta. 
And technically, when it says parasitic tapeworm, isn't a tapeworm by definition a parasite? Kind of. I'm I'm just saying. I'm I'm not as smart as these uh, infectious disease specialists, Stan Houston of the University of Alberta. But anyway, so be forewarned. 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 This is what happens when I don't drink. That's all right. That's your Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The gym of the day. It's the gym of the day. The Zadok Jeweler Gym of the Day. Uh, and uh, wouldn't the hot spot be Regina? Of course. <laughs> I knew somebody was going to get that in. All right. So this this was the other one. Um, woman who is fed up with dating men on Earth claims she's dating an alien. And mm. not not just, you know, someone from Guatemala. Is this your wife? No. No, not my wife. Um, a UK woman claimed that she is dating an alien that abducted her after she became sick of humans. Hey, hey, what the hell? I've been sick of humans forever. Uh, but now she wants to normalize interspecies relationships. He doesn't want me just for sex and won't lie to me like many men on Earth. London actress Abby Bella uh, said it's uh, allegedly a super long distance relationship which she frequently posts about on her Instagram page the 30 year old Bella's intergalactic romance reportedly began after she joked online one day that she wanted an alien to abduct her because she was bored of the pandemic I think what she's going to find eventually is this alien that she's dating is really just a fat guy who lives in his mom's basement yeah and has been uh, feeding her uh, Cosby drink. Yeah. Says, uh, she claimed on May 31, a voice in my dream said, wait in the usual spot. Although I'd never heard the vo- voice before, I knew what he meant. Uh, yeah, you, you, uh, you've been roofied, lady. Uh, her intergalactic gal pal decided to, uh, wait by her window the next evening. And, uh, after she drifted off to sleep, a flying saucer appeared outside her window Whereupon a bright green beam transported her up to the UFO. Um, no, I think you just described uh, an illegal sexual assault. I couldn't see them clearly. And they telepathically said, I'm not ready to see them in their true form. But from what I could see, they had a slight green hue and big black eyes with human features, such as eyebrows. Mm. Uh, there was one who connected with me and expressed his feelings. I didn't get his name, but I felt the exact same. She added, it felt like being in love times 100. Oh, times 100. Yeah, these aliens got it working, man. Wow. So, yeah, okay. Uh, Let's take a poll. What drugs? It sounds like maybe uh, some sort of mushrooms or LSD or something like that. Some sort of mind uh, altering. Yeah, either that or Peyote one or of the neighbors saw that Instagram post and totally pulled a law and order SVU on her. Ayahuasca. <laughs> yeah, poor Marine says acid. It feels, it feels like peyote a little bit. Yeah. You know? Anyway. Yeah, I had I had to get an alien story in. That was going to be Jim of the Day, but I, I kind of thought, you know what? We need to scare everybody off from this tapeworm. Well, this parasitic people tapeworm. should be afraid of that. It's a terrifying thing. Yeah. We just have to be 
terrified of everything. <laughs> what drugs didn't she take, Fred? That's probably the better question. Karen uh, says, pretty upsetting. They tore down Home Plate and HGX Tavern across from Minute Maid and just built a new parking lot. I was hoping for a badass new Astros-themed game bar. I'm not sure what the hell happened down there because it happened during the pandemic. I, I didn't know those were gone, frankly, until pretty recently. I could have swore that they said they were going to build like a, a brewery and bought it because they wanted to put up there. But yeah. then I can't find an actual story that I had saw. So maybe you were partying with that chick with the aliens and you don't remember. So did you, did you see this thing today about, uh, Jay Williams? No. Jay Williams tweeted the first head coach of color for the Celtics. And even more importantly, he's one of the talented individuals. He's one talented individual who has paid his dues. Wasn't Casey Jones a coach of the Celtics? Uh, so was Bill Russell. So was no. Doc Rivers. Uh, so was Tom uh, Sanders. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, no, he's not like shame. Didn't Doc Rivers like he was? You know, he played a pretty key role for them. I feel. Yeah, they won. I'm, I'm pretty sure they won one under Casey Jones too. Yeah. Hmm. It's like it, it, maybe Jay Williams thought the only coaches in Celtics history were Red Auerbach and Brad Stevens. Like uh, it was like he Red Auerbach passed a torch to Brad Stevens. Anthony says, "If the love isn't times three thousand, I don't want it." Well played, sir. Ding. Well played. All right. I got speaking of the love. I got to tell you guys about the love that's going to happen on Saturday night between Javante Davis. Oh, the love. And Mario Barrios, I don't know if it's going to be love. It might be. It might be fisticuffs. I think it's more likely to be fisticuffs. Uh, Javonta Tank Davis, who is a, a, an incredible superstar, undefeated, two division world champion. He's moving up two weight classes to take on Barrios here, El Azteca. Uh, and you're going to have an undercard with 154 pound contenders, Erickson Lubin and Jason Rosario. But both these guys are undefeated. Javante's 24 and 0, 23 knockouts, four time two division world champion at 130 and 135. And then Barrios, 26 and 0, with 17 knockouts. He's the WBA super lightweight world champion from San Antonio, Texas. Uh, and since he's moved up to 149 and 0, with eight knockouts. So there's going to be violence. Guys, you, you got you to see this. Two-division world champion, Javante Tank Davis, sets his sights on history in a title in a third weight class against towering champion Mario El Azteca Barrios. That's live Saturday, June 26th on Pay-Per-View. Starting, I'm a nightmare dressed like a daydream. So it's going to be forever. it's going to go down You can tell me when it's over. Get, 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 no, when the whistle goes. Real fun. Get, get, no, when the whistle goes. Sports. ESPN 97.5.